Hey, what's up? Uh, this is me, Mikey, again. Uh, this is my second podcast. Last time I spoke, I was talking about this girl that I had feelings for, and how the relationship was very, very bad. I, it sounds bad, but I don't really consider it bad. Pretty dumb, actually. Where I left off was. She was breaking up with her boyfriend. I was there beside her. So about two weeks go by and she's she's heartbroken and she's a mess without him and all this. And now she's starting to go out and party and everything because she needs all this stress to get thrown out of her system. And what better way to do that was alcohol. I disapproved of that. I I told her no. I, it's been thing I got mad at her. I shouldn't have, but I mean, what do you want me to do? Oh yeah, go ahead and drink. I mean, I don't. I've never drank before. I never smoked. And just to see how she turns to that, it kind of bothered me a lot. So she goes out and parties, and she meets this one guy. Uh, and she, and this one guy is like the worst guy she could have met. Uh, he's very manipulative, bad guy, and talks her, sees her, and see how and sees how she's very messed up and distraught over her ex. Starts talking to her, tells her how how she's pretty, how all this stuff, things that a girl wants to hear. He's a playboy. And she falls for it. I see this and I go talk to her. Tell her, no. She needs to stay away from that guy. He's just going to try to get, get into your pants. He's That's all he ever does. That's all he ever talks about. She has a soft, I don't know how to say it. She has a kind heart, which has to give everyone a chance. I, I used, I, I don't know about that anymore about myself, but the story is about me. It's about, well, I guess it is. <laughs> but she had a soft, she had a kind heart. And she gave him a chance. They didn't date, but she kept talking to him. I didn't like this because at this time already I had feelings for her. And when you have feelings for someone and you were beside them and they don't know how you feel and you're there just hearing how they're talking and how the other guy is cute and sweet, it gets to you a lot. Like it really gets to you. It doesn't make you mad, it just makes you feel crappy it makes you want to speak up and say something but in my case I was afraid afraid and nervous not because she's a girl no no I was I was nervous and afraid of what might actually happen if I were to confront her about how I felt would she reject me and our friendship go down the toilet And that's what made me nervous.
I was afraid that would happen. But I kept telling myself, no, you're not a punk. You're not a wuss. Go ahead and do it. But my more safe side of my mind is telling me, no, don't take the risk. I, I was like, I don't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. So I go on walks with her. I don't know, try to get, try to get my mind off while at the same time getting her mind off whatever she's going through, especially with that guy. And she tells me at this trail that we found, we sit down on a rock and she tells me how she's starting to have feelings for this guy. I, I didn't take it well. I didn't flip out on her or anything. I just I held it all in. I I didn't like it. Out of all the guys, this guy has her. He has her feelings. She actually likes him back. Well, starting to. It it gets to you like I don't know. It just really got to me, and I didn't know what to do. I stood in confront her about my feelings. I didn't know how to anymore. So what do I do? I I tell her not to talk to this guy no more. And I don't do it as like I don't know, like a parent or anything. I just try to convince her, persuade, not persuade, but tell her the truth about how he is. She doesn't believe me because he's complete opposite. Went around her. Typical of a guy like him. Their different personalities switch whenever you're around a girl and when you're not around a girl. And oddly enough, I met him the first day I came here too. And the stories he told me weren't weren't great stories of how he had all these girls and all this stuff. Crazy. So, I would say about two, three more weeks of this goes on, and she finally sees it. She sees it through her own eyes, how much of a jerk he is, how he tries to manipulate people, and get people to do whatever he wants. And she finally realized how he was talking to multiple girls how he was always lying to her and she caught him in the lies. I'm at this point already I I was kinda of fed up with her. Cause she doesn't she didn't want to listen to me. She's very stubborn. In a, in a way it kinda of makes me smile. And at the same time it makes me kinda of mad. <laughs> but um she's very stubborn and she finally saw it. So she stops talking to him. He comes around and keeps trying to talk to her, send her messages, all this. I miss you. I actually like you. I'll change. All that stuff. And I, I don't know. She kept texting him back. And she always told me that I shouldn't get worried that she's only giving him a taste of his own medicine. I didn't like that. 
not because he's talking to her, and even if she's using him, well, not even using him, but like playing with him, still I wanted her to be a bigger person. I didn't want her doing that. The whatever they had is done. It's over. You shouldn't be messing with it or making it worse, making an enemy even bigger than what it was. I told her that, and it didn't work. Her friends are, oh my god, ter terrible influence. Just the worst. <laughs> and they they kept telling her, oh yeah, mess with them, do all this stuff. So she's been knowing them a lot longer, so their words carry more weight. So she doesn't listen to me anymore. And it turns into her friend more. And she keeps talking and trying to manipulate him at the same time. It doesn't really work because he's talking and dating some other girl right now. Which doesn't make sense. He was just trying to use her. She didn't see it again. Very stubborn, like always. So, around this time, I actually do confront her about my feelings. I couldn't take it no more, you know, all bottled up like a soda that got shooken up with a bunch of mentos in there. And we go on our, one of our famous little midnight walks at the back of the school on the trails. And I talk to her and I say, hey, what do you think about me? She looks over and smiles and says, what do you mean? I look at her and I freeze. I I don't know what I don't know what to say. I forgot everything. I look at her and I, her eyes. I mean, she has very pretty eyes. I, I get lost in them all the time. And I get even more lost looking into them, and I just don't know what to say. And she asks me again, "What do you mean?" And I, I, I chicken out. I look at the floor. I look at the sky. And I'm getting mad at myself. Telling myself, come on, just do it. Just say it. Just don't, don't be a chicken. And I finally do. And I tell her, look. I really, really like you. I have a lot of feelings for you. And I want to take this to the next level. I actually want to be... Your boyfriend. And I took a lot of guts from me. This nervous little scaredy cat. Yeah. Confesses feelings for a girl. And she looks at me. And she says. Mike. I, I don't know what to say. Why do you like me? And I told her. Well, we've hung out some, so long. We've hung out all the time. You're the, one of the few people, I would say, maybe the second person. Actually, you are the second person that I've told stuff that i never told any other people. Except for Carla, of course, in Houston. But other than that, you've never told anyone. And I've built trust for you. I've opened up. I've got to know you. I hung out with you. I've told jokes to you. I saw how your personality was. I saw how you were. And I like it. I want to keep being around you. I want to keep going on. She looked at me. Looked at the ground. 
and she didn't know what to say. So I asked her again, what do you think about me? She looks over and says, I don't want to end it. And my heart, no, I'm not dumb. I kind of knew where I was going. She didn't like me the way I liked her. So I ask her, why? She tells me that she doesn't want to ruin it, that she doesn't want to do this, the relationship, and it not work out and having to lose someone like me. I told her that I wouldn't screw up, that I would try everything in my power to make everything great for her, make her feel like a princess. That wasn't good enough. She brought up the issue of long distance. Of course, she's from Long Island and I'm from Houston. Totally, totally different places. The distance is like humongous. And that got to her. I, I thought about that too. But I overlooked it and thought love is stronger. If she liked me the way I liked her, it wouldn't matter. It's not the mileage that she's going out with. It's not the distance. It's the person. But she didn't get that memo. She didn't want to do that. And that, that hurt me a lot. Because it took me so much to say it. But only to get that answer and hear all that stuff. So, what do I do? Uh, of course, I'm a very uh, prideful person. I don't like giving up. So, I keep in my mind that maybe I have to prove to her. Prove to her that I am someone that she would want to date. That this, despite distance, that I can be like that person that she really wants. So I keep that in my mind as she, as we walk through the trails and we're walking back to campus. But now things feel different. It's quiet. You know, the elephant's out now. It's, we don't know what to say to each other. In my mind, I'm telling myself, don't give up. You, you can give yourself another chance. Don't count yourself out. Don't get all depressed and shoot yourself or somebody it's completely crazy like that. Her, I have no idea what she was going through, you know. Having someone confess their feelings. Your best friend confess their feelings to you. I don't know. Was she I'm guessing she was surprised. Or maybe she knew. I, I don't know. And we walked back back to the front of her suite her dorm and I looked at her she looked at me and we still didn't know what to say so what do I do I apologize I apologize and I told her I'm sorry I'm sorry that I brought that up upon you I just had it inside me for a while and I just really wanted to tell you 
because so far we haven't kept any secrets from each other. And if for me to keep that up, it is a secret. So I not be honest with you. You've been honest with me and I've been honest with you. She looked at me and told me, you I don't have to apologize. It's just that she doesn't know what to say anymore. Caught her off guard. So we say goodnight to each other and she walks into her dorm and I walk to mine. And as I'm walking, I I can't help but feel that I made a huge mistake that that I might have screwed up our relationship now that I've thrown this onto there. So, the night passes by, and I can't sleep at all. I'm so afraid. I don't know if I screwed it up or she's thinking about it, and we might we might actually date. And but knowing myself, I'm more afraid that it might end. And truly, like truly enough, things were awkward. I tried talking to her, and it was it was different. She knew I liked her, and I don't know. It just maybe it was me just being weird, but it just felt different. But weeks go on. And we keep talking and talking. And she starts going out to parties more. She feels homesick now. She's missing her friends. She's missing her ex sometimes still. She wants to go back to Long Island. I I didn't know what to do. I mean, I didn't want her going back to Long Island. I was afraid. Of her meeting her ex. And her ex taking advantage of how she's broken. Because she's told me a lot of stories about him. And from a second point of view. He sounds like someone who take advantage of her. I mean he did take advantage of her a lot. He was very controlling of her what she did and what she didn't do and did. And I saw that. I mean she told me. I didn't want her going back to Long Island for a break or anything like that. Just because he was there. It was like down a block from where she lived. They had the same friends. Of course they were going to hang out. It was just a matter of time. And yeah. Eventually they did hang out. She went over for... I forgot what holiday it was. And they talked hung out and he told her how he missed her on how he wanted to go out and ride with her and all this but really that was code for you know something sexual she knew that I knew that when she told me he definitely knew that but she didn't do it she kept shrugging it off and saying no she didn't want to go on those car rides with him but he was very persistent, and at this time, it's it's like, it would be like if you broke up with your boyfriend or girlfriend, 
your ex and you tell yourself I'm better off without them I don't need them but then you see them like walking around happy about life enjoying it and it gets to you because you broke up with them and now you're not with them anymore and they're happy I don't know it's just this is how it's been with breakups and it's not always like that, I understand. But majority of the time, yes, it's like that. So she tells me all this stuff about how he got jealous. And how he was always trying to be next to her and talk to her. And try to get her alone. I'm pretty proud of her that she pushed him away and everything. But she still talked to him. And... I, that still kind of got to me. I just didn't want to talk to him at all. But at least it wasn't anything bigger than that. She came home. Well, came back to the dorm campus. And we talked. And she starts telling me how she might actually date her ex again. This was like a humongous like, like slap in my face. I thought she was getting over him. But no, she was secretly talking to him through like, I think what was it called, Uvu, FaceTime, and all that. It was crazy. Told me this uh, one story where they were talking and he brought up sex about how he missed it. And I mean, that's like a red flag. I mean, you call your ex and tell him how, you, how much you miss sex and everything. I I told her, come on, that's a obvious sign of what he wants. And she's unsure. She says that she's not sure if he just wants that or if this is something that he brought up and he actually genuinely misses me. I I don't know. I I can't really say because of my feelings for her. So that just stands out really big for me. And I can't see this guy and give him like a second chance for her. This is really difficult for me. So no matter what, I'm always going to have this negative thought and opinion about him. Because of what she's told me and how they went out before. So my opinion is always going to be biased. Super biased against him. So it's unfair at the same time. And yeah, at the... She told me that they were about to go out, that they might go out, and at this time, we were, we were like in the, our friendship was breaking down, because she was now starting to like ignore me, she was going out a lot more, she was drinking more, she was talking to her ex now, and she was one of the only friends that I had on campus. I talked to her all the time. Told her everything that bothered me. She told me everything that bothered her. But now she was busy getting drunk. Trying to numb the pain of what's going on in her life. And talking to her ex and all that. So I go to one of the girls on the team and talk to her. Her name was Rose. Well actually it's her middle name but I call her Rose. And I talked to her about it. 
at the same time, I'm talking to Rose. I, I'm kind of hoping that she would talk to Jill behind my back about all this. And I don't know. She did. But it really didn't do anything because she's, like I said again, she's very stubborn. And she was talking to her ex. So, yeah. This, I, I'm pretty, I've gone on for a pretty long time. I think this is a good stopping point until like part three or chapter three or whatever I want to call it. Alright, I'll talk to y'all later. Good night.